1: 17 weeks, four quarters, 60 minutes,
0: and it all leads up to one Winning winning Drive. Hello everybody, welcome back to the Winning Drive podcast. I am Rita Hubbard, co-host of Baltimore Postgame Uncensored on 105.7 The Fan. And today I got my guy back, I got my Rolly back with me. Got Cordell Woodland back, host of Shaking It Up Sports and the Ravens reporter for 105.7 The Fan. First of all, Cordell, welcome back. How's how's everything? How's new dad life? I mean, people are probably interested to know, so
1: yeah, let's it, let them know. It's it's been great. It's been a huge adjustment. Uh, some that the whole thing of you people telling me to get my sleep, I took it for granted um <laughs> i definitely took it for granted that boy is a menace at night but he's been better uh last night was actually his best night so uh i'm enjoying every bit of it he's he's been great honestly uh i can't even believe he's finally here i'm st- i'm still in shock
0: <laughs> <laughs> well congratulations thank you and um Hopefully, Jackson will give you a little bit more sleep as time goes on. That typically happens. You're going to have to wait a minute. I'm sorry about that. It's just how that goes. (laughs) So while you were out, obviously, we had Tim with us uh, talking, and and, um, we both picked that the Ravens were going to beat the Broncos. And honestly, that did not look um, really promising until 28 seconds left uh, in the fourth quarter. So here we are. Um, Once again, uh, it feels very eerie. Uh that what happened in 2021 after the Ravens had an eight and three start. Um you know, Lamar gets hurt uh in in the game against Cleveland, and then we know how you know that ended. The Ravens ended up having an eight and nine season. Uh here we are, five games left. (laughs) Cordell, the Ravens play four. Out of five divisional games down this stretch, Lamar gets hurt in the Broncos game. And at first, it didn't really appear to be anything. I I didn't really see anything, but it looks like potentially there's like a sprain there, right? Um, Coach Harbaugh says that, you know, it's a week-to-week thing. He doesn't think that he's going to play Sunday against the Steelers. I feel like this is what we went through last year. I feel like they didn't really, you know – decommit him from playing the rest of the season and then somehow he just ended up not playing the rest of the season so uh you know I'm not suggesting that the Ravens lose five games straight and end up eight and nine again but man this this is just very eerie how this is all playing out
1: Yeah, uh, it's scaring me a little bit. I I can't help but say it's scaring me. Watching that game Sunday, watching Lamar go down, what, at the end of the first quarter, um, watching Patrick Queen go down. Thankfully, thankfully it looks like his isn't going to be as serious, just a thigh bruise. But, uh, you know, they were playing without Ronnie Stanley. Falele ends up having to go out there a few times. That wasn't great. Um, Tyler Huntley is out there. And I thought Huntley played very well for the record. considering yeah yeah considering the situation and um he he's he one thing about Huntley he plays with confidence he they all have confidence in him and he has confidence in himself to go out there and keep that thing rolling it helps that they don't really have to change anything game plan wise from going from Lamar to him uh they're not the same player Uh, But Tyler Huntley is as good of a backup situation as you could ask for uh, in Baltimore. But that being said, just watching them on Sunday and seeing guys go down and seeing the Ravens struggle uh, in every aspect of the offensive game, at least. Defensively, they were phenomenal. Granted, the Broncos stink offensively uh, thankfully right <laughs> right right. you know but hey I mean this on, you know the Ravens went out there and they 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 did what they were supposed to do because as we saw last week not that Jacksonville stinks offensively but Jacksonville had not been looking the way that they were to start the season as of late and they were they were able to have a pretty good day against that defense so kudos to the defense for showing up but you don't feel good about the Ravens right now it, 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 anybody that says they do, I think that they're lying. You know, uh, I'm not saying like you, I'm not saying that they're about to go and lose the last five games and miss the playoffs, but would it shock me if they did? No. I mean, four, <laughs> five our against division opponents. The Steelers aren't slouches anymore. You know, and, and, and really you can never say that they're going to be a slouch against the Ravens. It's a rivalry game. Yeah. So, you know, uh, and then the Browns got Watson back, who stunk on Sunday, but that was to be expected. Uh, but it's still a division game. The Falcons coming to town Christmas Eve. The Falcons—they uh, put up a fight in every game that they're in. Yep. This and the, and the Bengals. I mean, to see them and how they were able to beat the Chiefs uh, on Sunday—that—that—that's got to worry you a little bit. Um, this this Ravens team just looks like they are stuck in the mud offensively and I don't want to I'm not going to put all the blame on Greg Roman I'm going to put a lot of it on him simply because of this and I was checking out the uh, post game show on Sunday with you and Glenn it was hilarious uh, <laughs> yeah. Poor um, Glenn. but yeah definitely poor Glenn yeah, they, these people go drive Glenn crazy but I, I totally agreed with him he took the words right out of my mouth when he said, if we want to criticize Greg Roman, criticize him for the run game looking like crap right now, because that's his forte. That's what he, that's the one thing that saves Greg Roman is the fact that he gives the Ravens the unique run game. He gives them one of the best run games in football. That's not the case right now. Uh, He's not committing to the run anymore. Like yeah. he used to, guys aren't even able to get into a rhythm. Tyler Huntley, as good as he looked on Sunday, what 32 pass attempts? I mean yes. this is a backup yes. 32
0: pass attempts or backup.
1: 32. Ridiculous. And then the drive, the game-winning drive, what was it that kept the drive going? Running the ball. Running the ball is what kept that that whole game winning drive going the entire time. It's what scored the touchdown as well. Um I just don't understand what what Greg Roman's doing. Sometimes it's it's mind-blowing. The the trick play with James Prochet. Are you kidding me? Well, my problem with
0: that, Cordell, is that James Prochet has been missing in action pretty much all season long. And that's the way that you decide to get James Prochet involved in this offense. Make that make sense to me. It makes zero sense to me that you have a guy, Deshaun Jackson has gotten more burned than James Prochet, mm-hmm. and Deshaun Jackson just got here a couple weeks ago, and yet you want James Prochet to throw a ball down the field, which was horrible decision-making on his part anyway, because it was triple coverage.
1: To a running back, like 30, 40 yards down the field, he's throwing it to Kenyon Drake. He's not even throwing it to Devin Duvernay or Mark <laughs> Andrews or Deshaun Jackson. He's throwing it to a running back all the way down the field in quadruple coverage. He Okay, if you want to say he shouldn't have thrown the ball, fine. He he should not have thrown the ball. Obviously, the guy's covered. But what would possess you to call that type of play right there? And I get it. it. It's you're a bad coach when it when it doesn't work. And you know, when you when it works, you're a genius. But I got a lot of blame to pass on that one. It starts with Roman and then it goes to Harbs for me because Harbs during his Monday presser is talking about how he wishes he had that plate similar to the – uh when I asked him last week. Yep, about, the Jacksonville uh, game. Call and the quarterback sneak call that they ended up trying that Lamar fumbled on. It's like how many times can you tell us that – you know, you wish you had that one back. I would imagine you can hear these plays being called in the headset. Why is he not putting a stop to it right there? Why not come out when you see the look that the defense gives you and call a timeout or something? It's it's a lot of blame to go around. And I feel like these last couple of weeks, Harbs has gotten a little comfortable passing blame to Roman. I think it's easy to say, you know, oh, you know, we got to, you know, last week it was the scheme. ish. He, he, he brought up scheme for the red zone. That's him. Yes. That's him putting it on Roman a little bit right there. And then even now with this play call, you know, he's talking about that wasn't the time to call the play. W- wish I had that one back again. That sounds like he's putting it on Roman to me. Um, And I I don't like that. I don't like that. I I feel like Roman's the easy target and he deserves a ton of blame. Don't get me wrong, but everybody's going to point the finger at Roman. It's not just him. It's not just him. The offensive line does not look the way that they did about a month or so ago. Granted, Stanley isn't there. um, And that's a big reason why, but this is no secret that I think that, and, and we'll talk about the run game a little later, but I don't think it's a secret that the way that, At the same time, the offensive line is kind of trending down. The run game is trending down the same way because when it was going, when the offensive line is started picking up, the run game picked it up. They go hand in hand. Um, But looking at this team, they—I said it last week—they look like a team that's running out of gas to me. They look like they're running out of gas, and not even from fatigue just from being able to go out there and actually get away with the craft that they're getting away with. I knew that game Sunday when it got to like the fourth quarter and it's still, you know, nine to three or whatever, you know, whatever it was. I'm like, all right, they're going to win. Because obviously (laughs) the Broncos can't do anything. They can't move the ball. Eventually the Ravens are going to put together a drive. They're going to put a drive together and they're going to get a touchdown. Um, But that doesn't impress me and i'm not one to dis- to discount wins i understand how important wins are in the nfl at the end of the day they're eight and four but i just think that this is who they are you know we said at the start of the season we said during the season the ravens winning in the regular season isn't what this is all about it's about what are they going to do come january we're past having winning records in the regular season and making the playoffs what are you going to do when you get to the playoffs this does not look like a team to me that can beat anybody in the playoffs. They can, they can get away with this crap against the Broncos, against the Panthers, you know, and, 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 you know, they they're losing to Jacksonville. They're about to really get tested down the stretch four out of their last five games being division games, regardless of records, these teams can all beat the Ravens. Um, And if they don't, if they don't clean it up soon, that is going to be a problem and Lamar not being out there makes it even a bigger issue for me um i, I we got to see how long he's going to be out Harv's is saying week to week like you said it didn't look good um you know that i've had that type of knee injury when it just when you bang you when you get tackled from behind and you hit your knee on the ground that's honestly not to make me seem like some pro athlete but that's what stopped me in high school, playing high school football that exact same <laughs> thing that <laughs> you know, I'm just saying that that that's what I, I have PTSD sitting there watching that play happen. Um, but you know, hopefully Lamar is able to bounce back. Uh it's good that Huntley's there. He'll be I, I think the Ravens will still be in games, but can they close out games? We saw last year. They were in every game down the stretch and couldn't yeah. close it out. Um, they've had their issues closing out games this year. We'll see if that they fix that.
0: I mean, you like to think that this defense is is is. is... Yes, they've had struggles. I know that the four losses have came from um, double-digit collapses. I'm very well aware, but I think that this, you know, we we have to we try to act like that. The Jacksonville game, that the fumble, um, that Gus Edwards fumble in, you know, on, damn near, you know, um, the red zone for the Jags didn't play a role, and all those other things. So, you know, you you would like to think. Well, last year they were so beat down from a defensive perspective guys from off the street that was working at FedEx the week before was cornerbacks, you know what I mean? So you would like to think that it's, you know, you would like to think that, that it, it would be a little bit different down the stretch, but uh, you know, we, we talk about all of this too, Cordell, like Lamar wasn't lighting it up before he left. No, he wasn't. He, he, he had two sacks. He was holding the ball too long. Um, you know, when you start looking at the 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 all twenty-two, you know, there's a, a specific play I keep seeing making its rounds on um, social media. And you know, Devin Duvernay is 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 in motion. He's coming out of the backfield and he's literally wide open in the flat, running, striking himself down the field. And Lamar's not even paying him no mind. Now, I understand mm-hmm. that's probably not his first read. I, I'm just not understanding number one, why is that not your first read when you were looking at the defense that you're playing in the Denver Broncos? Because you want to get that ball out fast. You know, you're not, you don't have your left tackle. Um, that defense is, is, their defense is really good, particularly up front. So I'm trying to understand what is it that that, that y'all are doing? Lamar wasn't playing, didn't play well, had some missed opportunities. Um, so look, I I don't know how great, of course I want Lamar in the game. Let me be clear, okay? Right. I want Lamar to play. Because he still is the best option for this football team. But it ain't like Lamar was lighting it up before he left the Broncos game. And do I think that they would have scored more than 10 points? Probably. But I also feel like, you know, I don't know how much more, 13, 16. You know what I'm saying? Uh, That Broncos defense is good. They are the top red zone defense in the National Football League. They're number two overall in the the National Football League. So, you know, I don't expect that they were going to have, like, some field day. But. I also realized that, you know, Lamar struggled. So, you know, it will be interesting to see how this gets played out. And we'll talk about that later, you know, how this affects the AFC North as far as we're concerned. Yes, mm-hmm. the Ravens right now have a, a, um they're undefeated in the AFC North. But so much has changed since then. And, man, it just really feels very similar to what we saw last year and if somehow they end up losing all five of these games and end up eight and nine again man that's a call of a se- well yeah I don't even want to think about it okay the one thing that I will say is that uh, Greg Roman potentially going to Stanford gives them an out that they don't have to fire him that he will be just
1: leaving yeah it think-
0: allows them to you know not have to do all of that
1: yeah I think he's gone anyway I mean how can you how can you retain him? After this, he okay, he got the excuse last year. No Lamar, no Stanley, no Gus, no JK. Cool. You got that. You come into this year and they're just as dry. I mean, if not drier. You know, the run game isn't isn't there at all. At least last year, you know. Well, the run game stunk last year with the backs that they had, but as a team, they were still able to run the football last year right now i mean i haven't seen the ravens run game look this bad in a while as a unit it, it looks completely lost um out there the offense just looks like they're not responding to greg roman at all yeah um, and that's that's who, whoever that's all the way down the line um i, I think it also doesn't help that mark andrews is really beat up you're not getting the all pro mark andrews that you got last year what
0: then put somebody else in there, put likely in there, let him get some play. I mean,
1: if, and, 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 and it you know, don't even
0: matter. Mark Andrews is going to get double teamed anyway. Right. So get, get get the other guy, get 80 involved. Yeah. That's the problem that I have with this whole situation. Is that, you know, why are we not allowing Mark Andrews to just be a decoy at this point and let other guys get their reign, you know, uh, in this football, in these football games. I I don't understand it.
1: it's a lot of things going on offensively that is is head scratching, to say the least. I will say this, and I'm with you. Obviously, it goes without saying you want Lamar on the field. You know, you want him on the field over Huntley. Huntley does – it's something about Huntley, though, that I I, I will say he's matured his game uh, a lot. One thing about him, he constantly gets better. We saw him in training camp um, a lot this year. And you kept saying what, that he, uh, I, I just sw- felt like he
0: didn't, it's his, he had a weak, he had a weaker arm than I thought that, you know, than he, than I had noticed before. Yeah. And, so and it that.
1: just, it looks like to me, like he, one thing he throw, I think he throws the ball really hard. Maybe not as, as far as like arm strength, not necessarily that just, I think his balls have like, when he throws it, he has a lot of heat on his passes. Um, that's the one thing that worries me Lamar does has the, kind of that same thing where Lamar's deep ball is kind of just like a line drive I think that's why it's overset why it sails over yeah that. yeah um, Huntley just throws every pass like it's a rocket like <laughs> he doesn't have much touch either but he just seems more of a confident passer to me. Um, than Lamar does right now and maybe maybe I'm wrong but it just when I watch, watch him out there he just seems a little more sure with his throws sometimes than Lamar does and I'm I'm not saying he's better than Lamar or anything like that I'm not even saying that he's he throws the ball better. I'm not even saying that I'm just more so saying it just looks like he trusts what he's what he's looking at and what he's about to do he has a more understanding of the pass game to me. Because, uh, well, to be fair, the
0: pass game is completely different when he's out there, right? So mm-hmm. they go from running options to having, running standard, you know, right. routes, which maybe that's something the Ravens should think about doing more when Lamar is playing, when you're struggling and you need a rhythm. Stop letting guys just do their own thing, because sometimes they're not doing it right. And, and I think... And have- have more hitches. Have more, you know, those types of plays come back, and I think that that's what they do when Huntley comes in because obviously he's not the the he's the backup. He's not the commander, so you know he knows where he wants to go. But that's because those hitches and things get guys open.
1: I, just, I also think, kind of, to your point earlier when you was talking about the play that Lamar uh, to, to didn't throw to Duvernay. Yeah, I think Lamar struggles a lot with pre snap reads. He's he's not the greatest at looking surveying the fi- surveying the defense and knowing okay they're they're in cover three you know he don't have the do.
0: kind of time either to be I mean, well
1: yeah that too definitely that too I mean they're breaking a huddle at six seconds you know so I definitely <laughs> that um but I I just I just feel like he's he's more like. Whatever the play is called, whatever the play call is, and whoever that number one guy is, that's who is going to be, regardless of the look he's getting. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to in the play that you're talking about, understanding, okay, that corner is going to end up dropping into the, you know, the deep zone. Uh, that flat is going to end up there. I know Mark is my number one read but I'm going to go out there. I'm going to look at Devin DuVernay anyway. I, I just feel like Tyler Huntley has a little more understanding of what he's looking at in the past game uh, to me than Lamar does right now. Um, and Lamar's, I, I think he, he he's had his struggles with being able to read defenses in general. He can throw the ball. He has a talented arm. He can get a ball there um, and his legs allows, allows him to kind of, uh, abort the plan at times anyway if what he thought was going to be there isn't there but I, I I just can't help but when I was watching the game like man Huntley just looks like he's a little more sure of what he wants and what he's seeing in the past game to me and again I don't want it to get misconstrued from people uh I'm not saying Tyler Huntley's a better quarterback at all (laughs) better quarterback he should be the the the, he gives the Ravens the best chance to win still um but I'm I just noticed that watching the uh both of them
0: yeah so uh, we're gonna find out in a couple weeks I mean playing against you know the Browns the Steelers you know guys that that you know um, get pressure on quarterbacks like the Denver Broncos Mm -hmm. um, he will be playing against. So, I mean, obviously I'm not suggesting that he's going to play in the Browns game. We don't know. I I think it's a very good chance that he's playing in the Steelers game. So, you know, he's going to get another rough test uh, next Sunday And, um, yeah, we'll we'll see how how this fares against the Steelers' defense for the first time this season. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.
1: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio.